Oh, I like that. Okie dokie, artichokie, here we go with another episode of the Four Man Wall, just sneakily for the second time tonight, a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. I'm your host, Deshaun, and I am incredibly, incredibly stressed and worried that we're going to lose listeners to the new podcast from Ben Garuccio and Stefan Mauck that is called Football Friends. Very stressed indeed. But joining me from the always sunny eastern suburbs, he's fresh off of taking his 20th photo with Jamie McLaren. It's Melbourne City mega fan Andy Gibson. Uh, thank you, Deshaun. Pleasure to be here as always. And um, yeah, you know what they say, 20th time's a charm. Never have too many photos with J-Mac. So yeah, what's one more? What's one more indeed? That's, That's the spirit, it. Andy. The I love collection. your positivity as always. <laughs> The third voice you're going to hear is that of a man who claimed that the day Danny Townsend got fired was the fifth best day of his life. On Twitter, he's NPL player Oz Scott... Fuck. Oz Scops. NPL player Oz Scopes. Here, here's Damon Sarah. <laughs> oh, once again, yes. Thank you, Deshaun, for the second time tonight. No worries. I you mention that, Deshaun, but I'll, I'll, I may have to... Uh, Retract that statement. Right. Okay. Um, it, it's actually this is news it's to gone me. up to. The, <laughs> it's gone up to, to four. Oh shit! On, on the, the all-time Damon fourth, happenings list. The fourth best day of your life. Oh, that's crazy. You're not tempted to put it up to third or second or even first? No, no. Unfortunately, those uh, three things ahead of it are incredibly. Uh, Awesome. So, <laughs> was wait 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 was one of was one of the top three days of your life when you first listened to Football Friends by Ben Garicio and Stefan? <laughs> no, Mount. surely not. I can tell you that did not even reach a top fifty. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if what oh, if no. Ben Garicio um, has you know somehow hacked Damo's laptop and he's sabotaging <laughs> the podcast to get you know get some of our viewers over to them? That's a great call. I Jeez. think you might be onto something there. I think I might Fuck. be. Yeah, shit. Next time I go and watch Western United, I'm going to just heck all the shit out of being <laughs> I like Love that. It. It's a good call. Good call indeed. Are you going to go out all the way to the um <clears throat> the Western Panoramic Training Ground to watch them, or are you <laughs> going to wait till they come into Melbourne itself? Uh, if I try and navigate my way to uh, Tani... <laughs> via the Western United pan- panoramic view. <laughs> oh, I think I'd get there approximately in 2035. Coincidentally, could be the year that their ground is actually finished. Now, there's rumours that they're um, hosting, like, instead of trains to, to take you there, they, they, they've got, like, a, a horde of horses that they're driving around. <laughs> certain towns that can take you to the ground because it's literally surrounded thought, by paddocks. No, recently I heard that they were using those cattle trucks. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Beauty. Just squash them to one of those. Tr- get, get, getting loaded up in the cattle trucks and just being transported out to... Where's <laughs> Titani, bro? Ah, oh, we, should, we, should, we should move on because <laughs> we've got to move on. We can talk about the West United training ground all night. And there's a lot to talk about. It's the first week of football in the A-League men's. There's records getting broken in the Liberty. Uh, we're going to adjust some predictions that we made from last week. But first things first, the first big news story we're going to talk about is Danny Townsend is gone after two and a half years. He instantly has found himself a new job over in Saudi Arabia. So, you know, good for him. He's going to make lots of money. But my first burning question is to both of you. Three burning questions. Will we be better off without Danny Townsend? Andy, talk to me. Yeah, I think we will. Um, I think, you know, um, the only thing uh, people are going to remember him for is selling out the uh, the grand final rights to Sydney uh, from the fans without any consultation. So I think, um, yeah, once he did that, there was there was no coming back and... No matter what he did um, in the future, he was never going to repair his reputation with the fans after that. So, yeah, I think uh, most A-League fans would be happy to see the back of him now. And, yeah, obviously he's been been in the role for a few years, so uh, it's not all bad. But, 
yeah, I think it can only be a good thing. And, um, yeah, in my view, it's um, just a pity it didn't happen a bit earlier. What was your opinion on Danny Townsend before the decision to sell the grand final to New South Wales? I didn't really have one, to be honest. Yeah, I, I didn't really sort of hear, hear much about him um, before that. I think that's okay. when he sort of became, you know, he, infamous. He, he was the chairman at Sydney FC. Yeah. Oh, uh, Okay. So he yeah, went from CEO of Sydney to CEO of the APL, and now he's, he's, he's the yeah. CEO of a Saudi Arabian sports investment fund. Which tells you all you really need to know yeah. about that no. bloody grand final. No. He's failing yeah. upwards is what he's doing. Jeez. No no corruption over there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, not at all. What about you, Damo? Um, I, I'm going to assume you're, you're, you're voting yes as well, since you yeah, actually put uh, it in your top uh, five days of your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I just think now with him gone, it kind of it's a, like a reset button. Mm. Uh, the new guys uh, was it Nick Garcia and James Rushton? done. Yes. Uh, hopefully they can start pushing the game in the right direction. Definitely need some sort of refresh, but like you need to have. The word I used before. <laughs> Last time? <laughs> off, off air. Last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know, like, 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 the like, the fans... Oh, I don't even know what it's called, but you know, like, the, that fan kind of board they put together, almost like a union representing the fans. Yeah. They're, they're getting very vocal now with, with their decisions, and I think have a bit That's more right. power, which is good to see. Mm. I don't know what the official name is. Yeah, but... I think there's a bit more accountability, which is the word I was looking for. Your beauty, there we yeah, go. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> accountability um, from from the fans to past players to current players and uh, legends of the game in Australia. Uh, obviously, now they know that if they make a decision, that they're going to be held accountable for it. Yep. And, um, yeah, I think... Hopefully they take that feedback and uh, start pushing the game to towards a brighter future. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's it, or the league toward a brighter future. Yeah, well, that's that it. it. It signifies the start of a, a new era for the A leagues, I think. And um, they've started off started that off well by you know reversing that grand final decision and um, putting it into a, a unite round in Sydney, which I think. Um, you know, 99% of A-League fans uh, w- would agree with. So I think that's, yeah. yeah, that's a great start for the for the new leadership. And, um, yeah, they've they've obviously learned that without the fans, there is no game. And um, you've got to listen to the fans and, and respect what they want. And he's bringing the heat. And he's ready to go. I love this. Absolutely. All right. That, yeah, you make a good point. Um you gotta you gotta listen to the fans and appreciate their their tape because otherwise no one will come to game. But we did have some people come to games on the weekend opening week. We had or ten thousand see Melbourne City versus Western. We had ten thousand watch an absolute dull out of a game between Western Sydney and Wellington. But the record, of course, for the week was the Big Blue Sydney versus Melbourne victory. A game that victory won two nil. Now, fellas, yeah. I don't believe any of us had victory in our top six last week in our no. predictions. Mm. And I think all of us had Sydney in the top six of our predictions, <laughs> if I'm right in saying that. Uh, Damo, where did we go wrong? Did we, under- did we underestimate Melbourne victory? And yes, that is my second burning question of the night. Did we underestimate this team led by Tony Popovich? I really hope not. <laughs> okay. Uh, I liked our uh, predictions last week. Yeah, they, they seemed pretty good, right, at the time? <laughs> that was some good predictions. Yeah, some yeah, it worse. <laughs> Who needs hindsight? No, I honestly was um, kind of impressed with the way that they uh, came out. Uh, we saw Arzani and Valupale on the wings, mm-hmm. and I thought uh, Valupale in particular was really, really effective and I think he could have a really, really impactful season this year. And I think, yeah, just the individual battles all over the field, Melbourne victory just seemed to be just a little bit quicker, that little yeah. bit stronger. And we obviously saw that with um, the new signing, Mashash. Yeah. Zizou! Uh, Zizou Mashash just bundling over Jake Gerwood Reich and just, just walking the ball into the net. Literally just ran through him. <laughs> 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 Wasn't even 
contemplating running around him. Just, <laughs> just, just going a straight line. <laughs> I mean, he's a former Napoli player. Like, he's supposed to be quite good. And we didn't yeah. even talk about him, like, in the preseason. He's he came under, under the radar. Under the radar. I, I, watching, yeah, watching this week, it kind of just made me realise, geez, we did not cover even close to, like... <laughs> Hopefully there's a lot. There's a, there was the, a lot that the happened. The players. There's a lot, there's a lot going, going on. on. Yeah. There's a lot happening. It's impossible to cover everything. Sun. No, we exactly, gave it a fair shake. The sauce bottle, Damer. We, we gave it. And a we just got to take it and run with it now. All right, you're gonna take it and run with it. Um, Andy, you have you had Sydney pegged as your champions. Did I? Hmm. I'm, I believe right. so. <laughs> not not regular season, but you had them predicted as like eventual champions. Yeah, champions like grand final winners. Yes. Yeah, actually, you're right. Yes. Yeah, I did too. Yes, yeah, see, my brain yeah, is shit, working a little bit. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, round one's always a, a great humbler, isn't it, for us? Um, it really pundits. is. Always makes us look silly. <laughs> but do you remember who won the opening Big Blue last year as well, Andy? It was victory as well, wasn't it? It was, yes. Got a feeling Correct. that was um, that that game where uh, what's his name? Oh, with Nanny. Um, <laughs> I think that was the one thing Nanny did all season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I just remember D'Agostino's header in the rain. I think that was a yes. yes. Oh, that was a that was banger. Good. That's a good mm. call. It's a very, very good call. So yeah, but, no, um, Sydney. Um, not looking uh, as good as I possibly thought, but yeah, it's early days. But yeah, victory have really surprised me. I thought they um, they probably could have won by more to be honest. So in the first yeah, half, I uh, so especially too. they, yeah, they missed quite a few very gettable chances. Mhm. Fauna Rolly could have had two or three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on, Damo. Go again. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> I mean, you... <laughs> Last week, I mentioned that Fauna Rolly could be sneakily in with a shout of golden boot, and your response, Damo, was... Uh, I believe was the exact response. <laughs> he scored here, thanks to Luke Bratton being a bit of an egg roll, but he still scored. you got to have faith, mate. He's on the board. No, uh, I, to be fair to yeah, to be fair to him, like was uh, very impressed with just the whole Melbourne victory front three. So yeah, they looked dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I'll take I'll take it. They did look yeah. dangerous. They scored goals. Luke Bratton's passed it. Uh, Andrew Redbane has passed it. Ryan Grant oh, absolutely be playing. Wilkinson, they're absolutely. pretty old at, at the back I, I agree with all that. <laughs> they, they are pretty old. <laughs> They Even with Alex old. Wilkinson gone, they're still looking pretty old. Oh, yeah, old. that's right. He, he retired, didn't he? Yeah. Jeez, but yeah, you're right. Still still looking old. Still looking old. Ah, uh, well. Uh, maybe, hopefully that can sort it out uh, soon for the sake of our predictions. But line. running through the rest of the games... Um, oh, God. 3-0 for Adelaide United over Central Coast in the uh, season opener. Bit of a doozy. I reckon that probably, yeah, the... the best game of the, the round. That was quality, I tend to yeah. agree, and I'll throw to you just in a sec. I want to rattle through the results, and then I'll throw to you, Damo. MacArthur and the Raw drew one all. West United beat Melbourne City 2-1. Sorry, Andy. Nil all draw between Western Sydney and Wellington. That was uh, mm, 3 o'clock on a Sunday in sweltering heat. Yeah, it looked hot. <laughs> and the players played like it. Yeah, not ideal. And then Perth and Newcastle 2 all draw. That Sunday night. But Damo, you've already said it. You reckon that Adelaide game was probably the best one to talk about? I mean, yeah, just in terms of in terms of quality of the football played, uh, the, the the movement of the ball, the the movement of the players. Uh, it just looked like a looked like a football game. So, did the other five not look like football games? No, 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 they did not. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. That's brutal. <laughs> uh, obviously, it's round one. Uh, yes. Players, players are still kind of getting used to the new speed of the new season and getting up to speed with the players that they're playing with and so forth. But mm. I think because, obviously, Central Coast have been playing... Uh, for a couple of weeks now in the AFC Cup and just Adelaide, just they always tend to surprise. Like I, I didn't have them anywhere. I think in the top six. So yeah, neither. That's definitely a mistake on my half. But like you talk about being able to replace quality players, 
And Adelaide just seemed to be able to do that with their young players. And it was just awesome to see, like, um, Medanya, Popovich, Yal, and Irin Kunda all, all starting and honestly being a touch above, a, cl- a class above. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just great to see. Yeah. Um, I, I thought with the talent they lost. Um, they'd be nowhere near it. Like, not only did they lose Craig Goodwin... You both had Adelaide finishing out of the finals. This is correct. I was yeah. the only person who had them in, and I will take yeah. that as a win for me. <laughs> you, um, I also had Central Coast not in the top six, whereas uh, you both did. So, yes, I have a large penis. Thank yeah. you. They didn't play badly, Central Coast. Well, we... <laughs> We're one game into the season. Or nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Settle down. Make make your big bold calls now, all right? Okay, you gotta you put lay the lay no, down no, the law. No. I I I rest my case with my last week's predictions. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm sticking with mine as well. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But you you enjoyed watching uh, Adelaide play in this one there. Andy. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, they just look dangerous and far out. Aaron Kunda is so good to watch. Like he's so fast mm. and his his footwork just far out. He's gonna be going to be an absolute gun this year um and good to see him getting his, his first start in the yeah. a-league taking corners as well yeah yeah he's doing it all but yeah like damo just said the, the youth is replacing the talent they lost because they they also lost um louis dorigo i believe over the over the off season yeah, one day yeah. as well so they you know that there's some some big names and, um yeah. but they they didn't miss them at all on on friday night no look good they look yeah. really good Musa Toure, the 17-year-old, yeah. came out for a little bit of a run as well. Yep. Mm. Mm. Yep. A bit of youth. The third instalment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bernardo Oliveira is 19 Toure. years old. Carl Vard, just he's a, he's a huge... Luke Duzel's 21. Uh, do, yep. they have a, they, do, do they have any experienced players? Oh, here we go. No, Ryan no. Tunnicliffe. Yeah, Tunnicliffe. <laughs> Former <laughs> Manchester United player. Yes! He used oh, to mate. play with Wayne Rooney. <laughs> Stop it! That's huge. At Manchester United and a whole heap of other average Man United players. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, are you trying to say that Phil Jones is average? No. Bloody rude. God damn. World-class player. (laughs) It's very true. (laughs) Better than most Australian (laughs) centre. Yes. Uh, Just on Ingram Kunda, he uh, he cracked a top speed of 37.02 kilometres per hour. (laughs) Did say that. How good. Um, which is pretty fast, considering that the fastest man in the EPL last season was Kyle Walker at 37.31. And Usain Bolt, when he uh, when he broke the 100-meter world record, was going at 37.58 kilometers per hour. Jeez. So he's, uh, he's quite Jeez, close. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's a pacey boy. No wonder boy. he outruns everyone. And, uh, yeah, started off well. He makes everyone look like yeah. they're walking. It's crazy. He just runs rings around people. Yeah, that play where he just he just knocks the ball past, I think it was Farrell, yeah. and yeah. then literally just sprints past him. It's like, oh, poor boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know, Chance. And Farrell's, Farrell's, like, quite un, like uncanny how quick he can be. Like, Yeah, yeah he wouldn't be slow. But uh, yeah, I think Irwin Kunda just made him not look fast at all. Mm. Made him look like an absolute caterpillar. It's, um, yeah, as good as it is that he's using his pace and stuff, but I think what he needs at the moment to do is kind of play his part in the team mm. and uh, start honing his football skills and playing in, in a system. I mean, that that's obviously, that's what you want your winger to do. Yeah. But uh, I think you've got to make a choice when you're going to do it, when you're going to try and keep possession, when you try and... Yeah, bring someone else into the game or if there's something else on. I think that's when you need to start, kind of. I think that's when you learn how to play and you can't just be doing that all the time. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. And if you get so, more minutes, like, as he's starting, then you'll yeah, have more exactly. time to fit into the system. And, that's right. And whatnot. So he'll learn. He'll definitely learn because he, he tried it a few times and sometimes it didn't come off. And Yeah. Uh, you just want him to kind of play back. Yeah, he's got a bit of trial. And yeah, run. learn, learn as you go. Carl, Carl Vart yep. likes to give these youngsters a go, and he's doing that. So it's more of you know, it. Absolutely. Happen. And if it's working for him, 
you know, why stop? Exactly. Um, issues for Central Coast, Andy, you don't think they were that bad? No, look, just kind of got outplayed? Yeah, then? yeah, exactly. I just thought, um, yeah, Adelaide, they had uh, a few more a few more chances and they took them. But, um, you know, I thought Danny Vukovic put on a good performance despite conceding three. He did have, um, you know, quite a lot of good saves in there as well. So could have could have been worse for them in the end. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm um, there's no alarm bells ringing for me. I yeah, I did have them dropping quite a bit down the ladder this year anyway. So, um, but I don't think they're going to be you know down near the wooden spoon or anything. Yeah, they. I reckon there's definitely signs of last season's performance. Yeah, but I mean they they create a lot of chances. They're just as well. I think they're just missing. They're missing that that Jason Cummings yeah. up top. Yeah, they're yeah. missing the, the finishing touch. Paul didn't do a whole lot. Yeah, you no, know, and he obviously he got injured. Uh, but not ideal. Um, yeah, and and look, they had a few shots on target. Like they were testing Joe Gauchy out, and he had a few good saves as well. So they were creating chances, but yeah, they just need that X factor up forward. I think, um, like you said, Damo. Yeah, then um, I think. Even though, yeah, he didn't quite get on the score sheet, but definitely Tolio and uh, I think Angel, is it Gomez or something? Torres. Torres, Angel Torres. Yeah, Angel Torres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely showed glimpses, glimpses of uh, a very fruitful partnership linking up there, and there's only a matter of time if that clicks. You know, that could be a uh, definitely a finals winning partnership yeah mm. for sure and it's up to guys like you know hopefully when qual gets healthy see Harris, wendell hall these guys to fill in the gaps well, yeah wendell halls oh yeah, <laughs> not he, a... he, he he spurned a few chances i'm not gonna lie like yeah, uh, he definitely will be upset with himself yeah he <laughs> uh, didn't have the best game nah that's right it's rare for damo to use a word like spurned <laughs> oh. You know you've made a few mistakes when you're spurning them up. That's the old Martin Tyler bloody commentary there. Yeah. <laughs> the favourite commentary. He's 25. Did you, did you guys see Ange Postacoglu's interview, um, most recent one, where Martin Tyler yeah. walked up? Yeah. Bloody gold. Ange is just starstruck. Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck, it's Martin Tyler. Oh, Martin shit. Tyler. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I missed that one. Cheers. Um, yeah, the other games. Look it up, it's yeah, golden, Andy. You'll you'll enjoy it. Uh, other games like ugh, probably Melbourne City, Western United is worth talking about, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'd uh, had the privilege of being there in person to, to witness it all. Um, mm. Yeah, look, obviously uh, Western. Were you one of the people that Lockie Wales shushed after he hit the? No, nah, thankfully not. I was down the opposite end of the ground, so I didn't have oh, to yeah, uh, be enough. subject to that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was quite entertaining. There's there's two bloody celebrations that for me just don't go together it's it's the gritty <laughs> and then it's the the kicking of the advertisement board yeah yeah literally and then the shush after that like all right man calm down and then the shush that he's pulled the trifecta yeah, he out has. he really has i mean it was a good goal but not worthy of that <laughs> if i'm gonna if i'm gonna kick the advertising board i'm not doing a gritty before i do it i can tell you that <laughs> They don't really go together, do they? It also wasn't that good of... Like, okay, the, the pass from Pena was yeah, the, class. Yeah, the, the pass was better than the um, goal. <laughs> the goal was just more more because Curtis Good lost him. Yeah. And yeah. he was able to have a free shot on target. But, I mean, the pass from Pena was class. Yeah, great ball. Oh, but, Jesus. Yeah, it gave me a laugh, you know. I know, yeah. Despite losing... <laughs> yeah, I, I laughed too, to be fair. Like, just random... Sequence of events. Yeah, and all this in front of a Just bunch a beautiful of beautiful kids. <laughs> it was like yeah. my family area, you know, the the GA. All the kids were there in the front row. And <laughs> yeah. Traumatized. Uh, Lucky Wells is shushing yeah. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, uh, we definitely saw glimpses of Daniel Pena's brilliance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. And uh, Johnny Warren credentials. Oh, absolutely. That pass was insane. He did literally just carved Brilliant through the pass. entire field. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'd, I'd say Arslan, Arslan for, for City was fantastic yeah, as well. Yeah, certainly. Was certainly, probably someone that we didn't really guess up as much as we probably should have. Yeah. He kind of flew under the radar, maybe because we we haven't really seen him 
at his best, yeah, perhaps, I mean, in the Asian competition. He's been good in, in those Asian games and the Australia Cup games without being, you know, setting the world on fire. But I think this, this was his best game so far. And, um, yeah. You think maybe with the bit of expectation that comes with it? Yeah. He might uh, start improving. Hopefully. I mean, yeah, now he's um, found his feet a little bit and settled in, um, getting used to all his teammates and that. I think um, he's showed us what he's capable of, so hopefully it continues. Would you always have that one as your goal of the week? Or maybe Grozos? No, I was going to go with... I was probably going to go with Grozos. That was a great yeah, try. Yeah, Grozos. I, I liked the Marshall yeah, was... goal for me, just the, the lead-up to it. Really? Yeah. Just the well, just the way he literally walks through the Sydney yeah, defense. Yeah, like he yeah. just—it was just—he was just strong and you know composed. And Fair enough. I mean, Arslan's like dribbling in, in the lead up to that goal oh, that, was pretty. That insane. was great, actually. Yeah. I will. Say. And then used used McLaren perfectly as well, like for the assist mm, in the end. But yes. Yeah. He did. How many players did he beat? Oh, Blondie just, McLaren. Yeah, like he he got through so many defenders, Arslan. It was just yeah. Maybe I should have his yeah, as goal of the impressive. week. Uh, after all. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, like, I asked the question last week, like, who in that City lineup will kind of show up and, and be the guy who supplies for Jamie McLaren and, and it contributes himself? And I think Arslan's put his, you know, his, his foot forward yeah. for that yep. role. Saki was a bit shit. Um, I want to say, I want to say, um, I think Yakolish could be fraud of the season. Oh! Wow! Who is this man? <laughs> Get him out of here. What are you I'm talking sorry. about? Sorry You're having a laugh. And Melbourne City fans. <laughs> I, uh, I haven't enjoyed watching him. I, I don't think he offers much at all. Yeah, and I was certainly more impressed with uh, Leo Natal when he came <sighs> on. You just want to see Leo Natal start games. I just want to you're see Leo Natal start games. You're enamored I, I, with Leo Natal. <laughs> I am. I am enamored by well, Leo Natal, I don't and think he can. I uh, kind of tipped him. Yeah, but did you guys see um, what Rado said about him after the game? He's he's no. still um, recovering from a broken ankle that happened about a year ago, apparently in Brazil, and he's yeah. Jesus and he's, Christ! I didn't he's recovering from a broken ankle by playing. 30 minutes off the bench. Yeah, he, as in, yeah, he's not up there. Ah! Not... That is the type of... <laughs> that is the type of recovery it's I It's not up to full match fitness, is, is what I'm saying. It, it happened a year ago, so he's obviously... Yeah, yeah, right, okay. He's just um, building okay. up that, that match fitness again. And he apparently, yeah. he, you know, he, for that, oh. the most of the past 12 months, he hasn't even been training with the team. He's just been doing individual training, so... Mm. Um, apparently, he's a while off um, starting. That's, that's pretty scary. Really. It is a bit. It's a bit alarming. I'm just that's pretty wondering scary. if um, the uh, city scouts did their due diligence there. But anyway, he, he definitely showed yeah. what he's capable of. If he's obviously not at his full fitness and he's uh, pulling out performances like that. I mean, to be fair, the city scouts were too busy, you know, making sure Terry Antonis was the man that they really wanted ah. for the squad. Yeah, mate, he's, so. he's got to be a gun. You know, Don't cool. worry about that. He's a, he's a revamped, <laughs> revitalized man. My favorite moment of the weekend was undoubtedly, like, undoubtedly during this game. And we had like the live commentary from Damo on whether Max Caputo would get some minutes or not. <laughs> yeah, in the group chat. Like, literally a running commentary. <laughs> yeah. It was fantastic. And eventually Caputo did come on and play some, some, some minutes there. He, he, did. he did. And Damo didn't even realize. I didn't even notice <laughs> he was on. After all the talk It happened about so soon after the goal. It was literally straight after <laughs> oh. the goal, I think. That, I don't think the Paramount, the Paramount broadcast didn't even pick up that he'd come on <laughs> as well. So, yeah. to be, in my defense... I only knew because I was there. And yeah, well, gone. that's iconic Paramount. Shout out to Danny Townsend for signing, signing us up to our Paramount <laughs> as well. Another good you thing know, he did. You know, actually, oh, I have to say, the pause and rewind... Is phenomenal. <laughs> Groundbreaking stuff. It's taken two of the best years, Worth but this wait. feature, oh man, it is. It, it changes everything. Oh, I shit. missed. I missed when Max Caputo came on, so I rewound by half a minute, and I still didn't find when he came on. <laughs> <laughs> they also had a photo. They had an interview with Matt Lesky on the sideline. And they labelled him Scott yeah. Jamison. <laughs> oh. He's no, very clearly Matthew um, Leckie. 
How do you not know Matthew? Did you say the? Did you say the? It was the the lineups. I think it was the lineups for one of the games, and it just had this mumbo jumbo, <laughs> just like nothing that was remotely legible on the screen. <laughs> just had the working crew doing the lineups. Uh, they literally did. <laughs> I've got no idea what I'm, you're I'm talking trying, about. I'm, no idea what you're no, talking like about. The, the pre-game lineups. Jeez. Like the, ah, the, yes. When you say... <laughs> were they getting the names wrong or something? No, there was... It was not legible. There was... I don't know why, but it had Kevin De Bruyne <laughs> on the screen. Did it? <laughs> <laughs> Which team was he playing for in the A-League? <laughs> Oh Kevin god! On the screen. That's iconic. <laughs> All right, this is the running commentary from the game from the so Melbourne good. City versus Western United game. Yeah, Andy starts it off. How's Wales dropping the gritty then shooting a bunch of kids? <laughs> and then Damo goes on a tear. Caputo not getting any game time this year for real. Hold up! Oh fuck, that's Antonis. <laughs> Andy says let him cook He'll get his chance Score to the ACL So should be given another opportunity Fair enough Let Rado cook Andy says Damo comes back with <laughs> no, Nick sorry comes back with Wouldn't let Rado cook two minute noodles <laughs> Now is that a bit unfair on Rado Vitesic That's a bit rough yeah I think so That's a bit harsh That's a little bit harsh yeah. Is it though? Well, you know, it's round one. It's round one. Lost the grand final, 6-1. Yes, yes, I know. But we we can blame the, you know, the fact that it was in Sydney for that. (laughs) Can you, though? Well, not entirely, but... God. Anyway, I've sort of um, blanked that out. Let Rado cook, ultimately. Let Rado cook. Um, (laughs) Moving forward. No, certainly. Few other games. MacArthur Brisbane Raw. Not a whole lot happened in that one. I will say, uh, Raphael Borges Rodriguez looked yeah, great. Yeah, was very um happy to see him score score that. Is he goal. on loan from Melbourne City or has no, he been signed by? He, he is on loan. Is he? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure he's gone. Yeah, he's on loan. I think. Yeah. Right. Mm. Okay. I, th- I thought he was on loan. No, no. Maybe he is. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Uh, regardless, he looks like everything they wanted from uh, Daniel Arzani, but actually, you know, performing so far. Oh, one game. Oh, obviously. I he wasn't getting getting the game time at City anyway. So now he's actually getting a start nah. and scoring goals. So it's um it's what he needed. Yeah, absolutely. And I, Damo, was 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 Waddingham, Was he like still in, like with the Australia youth setup or well, something? He was on the way back. So you saw right. there was some. Like Max Caputo, obviously he was in the same team. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he managed to pull up all right, I suppose, and play some part in the game. Yes. I think the Adelaide uh, players that went over didn't take part at all. Okay. Um, like like Ivanovic. Uh, yeah, I didn't see Ivanovic in the team. Yeah, Ivanovic wasn't in the squad, which I think he probably will be next mm. week. But yeah, I think Waddingham would have just been a little bit undone. Okay. Because Taras Gamulka started as striker for this one. Now, Taras Gamulka is a central Taris defensive Gamulka. midfielder. Yes. According to Google, <laughs> Taras Gamulka was the starting striker. I think they played as with a false nine, kind of. <laughs> yeah, they did. And it didn't really work. Miljusnic and Hoare potentially played up front. Now, with Berenguer... As like a centre forward. But nothing, nothing really to write home from this game apart from I don't know if you guys have seen Jay O'Shea's goal. Yeah, that was weird. Like good goal, but just missed everyone. <laughs> was it a good goal or was that mm. Paul Izzo just having a really, yeah. really interesting moment? Yeah, I don't know. He, yeah. he, he might have meant it. Sorry, Philip Curdo. Philip Curdo. Philip Curdo. Yeah, he just my lost, bad. Lost the ball in amongst all the bodies. I, I there was a player that kind of ran in front of. Curdo, um, when the ball was sort of just behind him, so he probably would have been, um, yeah, unsighted yeah. by that uh, kind of. But I was probably expecting you know, the defenders regardless. to get to it. Well, that's normally called offside. Yeah, but he was onside. Right, that's very. That's it was. It was onside. So it's normally called like infringement or something. No. 
Alright. That was a fair goal. <laughs> hey, look, I'll it, take it. It was a fair goal. I'll take it. It was just a really weird But uh, certainly, similarly to the Adelaide United team, um, I think there was yeah, a lot of the young guys doing a lot of the heavy lifting for MacArthur as well. Mm-hmm. Which is good to see. Uh, Jed Drew, uh, I thought, was very good in this game, and um, yeah, certainly he's got a, a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of uh, improvement um, ahead of him this season. I think it, yeah, he could really break out. Hell yeah, indeed. Um, and then yeah, Western Sydney Wellington nil or draw in the in the shimmering heat. It, it does beg the question like, why do we play these games at three p.m. on a Sunday? Yeah. When it's a hot day, it doesn't doesn't really help anyone. Yeah, and there's not much shade at um, camp. Yeah, well, exactly right. There is no shade. No shade at all. Um, but the uh, the cowbells were out in full swing at the very least. We love that. Yeah, can always hear them. And then Perth Glory, Newcastle Jets. Anything to talk about from that one, fellas, apart from obviously Grozos' absolutely spectacular goal. Damo, can you help me out and pronounce the guy who scored the last goal of the game for me, please? <laughs> Apostolos Stamatolopoulos. There we go. Perfect. Lovely. I like that. Very nicely done. I was practicing the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> Anything we're talking about from this one, boys? Oh, I actually thought it was an alright game. Not really. It was just good to see... Um, yeah, it was a good game. It was good to see Stefan Kolakowski yeah. uh, finally play some football. And score. Um, Get on the score, too. I think... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It was a good goal. And... Good to see Alan Stajic back managing in the A-Leagues and doing well, as he normally does. But I think uh, Newcastle, for me, is the, uh, the biggest unknown for this season. Them mm. and New, uh, Wellington Phoenix. You just don't know what, what they're going to do. Oh, just quietly. How good was Alex Paulson oh, for, the, yeah. for the Phoenix, yeah, the young goalkeeper? Yeah, really yeah, good. We've known that he's he's been very good for the last couple of seasons. He's just been stuck behind Oliver Sale, who was terrible. <laughs> he was terrible. Uh, <laughs> pretty much one one Newcastle or yeah, one Newcastle Jets a point. So yeah, fair yeah, I... <laughs> play to Ollie Sale there. <laughs> he collect the bag. It's <laughs> uh, best and certainly fairest anyway. Yeah. I reckon mm, Perth yes. will be stewing that they, they lost that game because they, just from watching it, I feel like they dominated most of the second half and they had a, a few opportunities where they could have made it 3-1, um, but they just, just kept missing and then... Yeah, they, they squandered yeah, their chances. they really did. They had 10 shots on target to 3, 17 to 11 shots total. And yeah, they they let uh, let that win in the last minute and they uh, they only walk away with a mm. point. So it was, it was their game to lose. I think they'll be... Pretty disappointed with themselves, but yeah, promising signs. I think you know, it's, I think Bazanic and Collie look pretty good in the central midfield there, and Benny, who Damo talked about in preseason, the seventeen-year-old, yeah. really good, he really, really yeah. good. Yeah, not too bad at all. Speaking of which, like lots of young players have given have been have been given a chance this weekend, the first weekend of the season. I thought, uh, Damo, you are the uh, resident scout. Of the group here. Who was your young player of the week? Uh, that's a good question. So many options, I have to go with uh, Johnny Yule. Johnny Yule. Yeah. Or For Johnny Adelaide. Yule? Was it Yule or Yule? Yeah, Johnny Yule. Johnny Yule. Regardless, uh, I think you'll be hearing a lot of him in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's really good. Bloody hell! Oh, he's from the UK. Yeah. Fucking all right. Well, he was uh, he was born in England, and yeah, he's he's certainly an Aussie. Yeah, I thought him in midfield was uh, very good. He was at always looking to go forward, very deft touch, uh, always scanning, and obviously if he's name was not Johnny Yull and it was like Jose uh, Jose 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 uh, Jose Jose okay. <laughs> he'd be worth like 50 million pounds already so. okay alright his name is Johnny Yull do you his think he's Johnny already Yull, better so. than say like an Ethan Alligich for example uh, yeah I do and I think yeah. if, if he hadn't been injured 
all last season or if he had been sort of fit, then I don't think Ethan Elligich even kind of comes into the squad. Yeah, well, he may so have, but like I don't. Never know. I just think, um, yeah, Johnny Yell was the preferred option, regardless of Ethan Elligich's, um ability to get into the squad. Fair dues, all right. Young player of the week, a strong start from the fellows, and yes, that has been the football. But there are um, a few other things to talk about. We've got lots of news to cover, I will say. But before we do that. We obviously made our predictions last week. Go and check that episode out if you haven't already, just on onlinehubmedia.com. Everything's on the same website. It's good stuff all around. We made predictions for our table, top six, for Johnny Warren, Golden Boot, etc., etc., etc. We did this last year as well. I'm going to go around the room, and we're all going to change a prediction. If we want to, you don't have to. You might think your predictions are perfect in every single way <laughs> and don't need a, a, any change Always. whatsoever. But, you know, maybe maybe you don't maybe you want to switch up a little bit. So Andy, I'll start with you. Of any of your predictions, mm. is there any that you would like to switch up? This is your chance. Oh right. well, yeah, thanks for the opportunity, mate. Um I'm pretty happy with most of them to be honest still. Um early days obviously, but yeah, I I think um I'm gonna change uh, my yeah, champions from Sydney. Uh, we spoke about this a bit earlier. I think that might have been a bit of a silly prediction. Um Obviously, um, it's a long season and you can't really judge a season off one game. But, of yeah, course. considering um, how aged they are up the back and um, how leaky they might be a bit this, this year, I don't think they're going to win the championship anymore. So, okay. yeah. Might ch- I reckon I'll change that to Western Sydney still. I know they didn't get a win on the oh. weekend, but I still think oh. they're for, a, for a good year. They've got quality at both ends of the pitch. You know, they're going to score goals through... Barello and a few others, and but they're also strung up the back as well. So, yeah, I'm um, taking it off Sydney, and I'm I'm going to change it uh, back to Western Sydney. All right, uh, Damo, do you want to stick true to all of your predictions, or do you want to switch one up just uh, just casually? Oh, I would actually like to revisit my mm. ladder position for Ooh. Adelaide United. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yes, actually. On, I, I'm going to place them. You had them ninth into position four. Gee, that's a big jump. <laughs> Five spots from one. It is a big, large jump. <laughs> that is yeah, yeah, ballsy. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, fin- I'm pretty sure they finished fourth last season. Yes. Yeah. Third or fourth. And I think they're just the fourth specialists. <laughs> they're just, they're just fourth. And best. based on based on what I've seen in the first. <laughs> I can see them finishing fourth again. Oh my god! I mean, I mean, Ben Halloran's the new Craig Goodwin. Simple as that. They'll be fine. Yes. Is this a straight straight swap for Sydney FC, or are you putting them fourth? Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Gone from my champions and Damo's fourth down to. And Joshan, it's not too late to to change your golden boot. Yeah. Who was who was his golden boot? Fabio Gomez. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, for Based Sydney on FC. One penalty that he took in the Australia Cup. Let me, yes. May I may I just remind you of his uh, last few clubs that Please. he's been been at? Uh, zero goals. Hard <laughs> to win a golden boot. Uh, zero. How goals. far back do we have to go? Uh, Wait, hold on. <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, zero goals for Juventud, zero goals for Pacos Ferreira, one goal for Vasco <laughs> da Gama back in 2022 yes. in the Brazilian the second division. <laughs> I don't think he did. Oh, his best season. Well, second best season outside of Brazil was in America for the New York Red Bulls. Yes. Seven goals and thirty-one Seven goals in thirty-one appearances. Oh yeah. So <laughs> if we take going to change. <laughs> take the A League by average, that means he's probably going to score probably four or five goals. Jamie McLaren doesn't quite have a good season. Oh, I don't think J Max getting it either, quite frankly. I think Jamie McLaren might score 
more than four or five goals this season. I hope so, Sean. So. <laughs> okay, look, Fabio Gomez didn't do a whole lot, but none of the Sydney players did a whole lot. I mean, Lolly had some moments, but he also slipped over a couple of times. Unfortunate. Um, but yes, I will change that one, because honestly, all my other predictions were perfect. You know in every way. someone that we completely forgot? Go on. Nikita Rikovitsia. Oh, shit, yeah. Who's he playing for? Western United. Uh, Western United quietly made some pretty decent signings. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, he's 36, Rukovitsa. He is 36, but he he's a goal scorer. If you look at his past seasons yeah. and his goals, now that's a player who's mm. playing at a decent level. I can tell you it's better than wherever Fabio Gomez has been. <laughs> well, last year, Rukovitsa only scored one goal. So but that's, that's all right, only... because he was kind of said he was going to leave um, the season prior, so... Very, very true. Oh, hasn't been a Socceroo since 2022, I think? Yep. Ah, he was banging in goals for Maccabi Haifa. He's a class yes. act as Rukovitsa. He wasn't in the squad, though, if I'm not mistaken. No, he wasn't. Weekend. I'm not too sure. I think he might just be working his way up to fitness. Yeah, right, okay. Well, if you can't see him get stuck into it. I'm going to pick a West United player, though. I'm going to pick Noah Bottic. You're going to go Noah Bottic as you... I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to go with Noah Bottic. I mean, that penalty, it's it's hard to deny. <laughs> hard to go past that. <laughs> exactly right. That is when, proof <laughs> enough. When someone makes this class penalty like that. Oh, wee! And he scored more shit. goals than Fabio Gomez already. Yeah, exactly already right. I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> okay, and um, we've got to get to the news. But Andy, do you have do you have a peak moment for we before before we wrap up the you know the, the footballing weekend? Peak. Peak A League moment. Oh, I'm glad you asked, Yashan. I do have a peak moment for you all. Uh, well, thank you. Exciting. <laughs> no worries. I am. I'm rather excited. Yes. Beautiful. I'm glad to hear that. Well, um, yeah, I was. Uh, I was actually pretty spoiled for choice a bit this this week, to be honest. Uh, there's a few I could have gone with. I could have gone for Lockie Wells' gritty celebration and shush that we've uh, <laughs> we've spoken about. Could have gone for that. Could have gone yes. for uh, Paramount Plus and you know putting Scott Jamison's name uh, on the screen <laughs> when that Lockie was on camera. And could have yes. also gone for the um the the missing lineups that they had that Damo spoke about as well. Yes. But I've got another one, even better than all that, I believe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm getting there. Boys, uh, I know you probably can't relate, but you know, if if just say you you bought a Ferrari, right? Surely mm. um you're gonna put a nice nice paint job on that Ferrari, right? You're gonna you're gonna look after it, you're gonna make sure it looks good. Of course. Western United have signed a Ferrari this off-season by the name of Pena. And okay. uh, they have dressed him up in a kit that has got the, the letters of his name oh, peeling yes. off the back. Oh. And I just think that is a disgrace. You've got, you know, signing of the season. And you're putting him in a kit that it looks like he's put together himself. Shades of Brisbane Raw in the AFC Champions League. <laughs> Oh my god. If no one's seen this, literally Pedia's like the name on the back of his shirt is peeling off while he's playing a game. Wow. Exactly. So and it's round one. This is how you unveil your, your brand new signing that's, you know, going to turn the club around. Not good enough, uh, Western United kit man, whoever you are. <laughs> the the oh, kit man. man. I've got to say, Western United, so they sick. suck because they were supposed to come out to a Footscray Rangers <clears throat> youth training day a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I was going to go and coach, and I believe it was oh. Stephen Lustica and Tom Hewitt-Bell were going to make an appearance. Really? And then the players cancelled the night before because apparently they had to go to the gym. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> they couldn't have gone to the gym after That's the That's almost the as bad as <laughs> the, the Melbourne victory snub. Oh, <laughs> what was the victory snub? Oh, I don't want to know. <laughs> nah, go on then. Go on then. You can't tease us like that. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Arzani, Ben Falami, Stefan Negro are watching this. Mm. No longer have my support. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a cold message. 
don't know what this is in reference to, but... Neither do I. <laughs> no. Probably something. No one needs to know. It's just... Okay. When you shout Go Victory at a bunch of Melbourne Victory players, you'd expect some sort of uh, reaction, but I got nothing. So... Okay. That's all. all right. the, that's all I have to say. That's all we have to say. Let's let's smash out the news in that case. Ah, <laughs> uh, we've already talked about Danny Townsend, but the other big story, kind of rolling around the A leagues, is uh, Newcastle. The Jets have officially been up, put up for sale, and they could be sold as soon as December. So, Andy, I don't know if you've uh, got any savings at the moment, but what do you reckon? <laughs> you reckon I can save up? CEO of the Newcastle, Newcastle Jets. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that'd be fun. Hopefully, it's a pretty cheap price tag. If if it is, I'll, say so. I'll give it a shout. That's a good investment. You know, I'll, I'll put my hard earned in into that and buy some good players. You know, I'll, I'll take us to the top of the oh, league. Yeah. Who's, who's your first signing you're gonna make? Who's my first signing? Mm. Oh. That's the beat of re-sign Jason Hoffman, doesn't it? <laughs> After his performance on the weekend, I think I'll fast track his retirement. <laughs> Pay a bit of a severance package of some sort. <laughs> I don't know who my first signing would be. I reckon I'd um I'd pay you you guys, Damo and Deshaun, to uh oh. to be the brains of that. I'd put you on the oh, payroll and I'd say, boys, get to work. Tell me who I need to sign, and I'll go and chase them. Oh. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's very nice. We're actually looking forward to this. Yeah. <laughs> it's so let's, let's go and take care out. of Newcastle Jets. Absolutely. Uh, Reno, I've heard Reno Piscopo is in pretty good form. Let's bring him in. <laughs> yeah. He's a pretty good player. <laughs> pretty good player. It's a name I haven't thought of when in a while. he's ever on the park. <laughs> <laughs> I think the key is just, you know, it's the same as football manager. Sign as many wonder kids as you can. And I've got some exciting news on that front, It fellas. works. It does work. It's a little bit overpowered. That last season, all right. So this time last year, there was only one Australian labelled as a wonder kid in Football Manager. It was Christian was Volpato. Oh, that was just Volpato, not even Qual or Aaron Quinn. He's not even Aussie. No, it was Volpato. He's not even Aussie, bro. <laughs> this year, Volpato gets it again, but there are five additional Aussies who have been given the title of wonder kid. Wow. Yes. Now, fellas, do you guys think you can guess the other five? Yes. Go on, then. Uh, <laughs> Andy, feel free to jump uh, in with any suggestions. I think I did actually see this, but I'm just going off the, off the memory here. L.A. Rose? Sorry. <laughs> Lucky Rose? Surely not. <laughs> It's not lucky. LA Rose. It's not lucky Aaron Rose. Kunda's definitely in there. Erin Kunda's there. Yes, of course. Um, James Donicky. <laughs> Why have you gone to James Donicky? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even did. Oh, didn't even Hell play for way. Western United. By the way, he was just chilling. Oh God. Oh Jesus. LA Rose. Please, lads. We have got Volpato and Erin Kunda. Like there is a very Erin Kunda. I'll say uh, Triantis. Yeah, Triantis is on there. There's six in total. Oh really? Yeah, Triantis yeah, is, is on there. Uh, actually. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. Nectar Triantis is a is a wonderful. Um, <laughs> Forgetting a very obvious Erin Kunda? one. Yeah, we've already been said, Damo. Get your head <laughs> in the game. Qual. Yes, Qual. There we go. Qual. Thank God. Okay. Two more. Oh, Jesus. I One shares a name with a very famous Australian footballer. Oh, Paul Ocon? Yeah, that's the one. Paul Ocon Jr. And... The last one plays in series. No, not quite. Serie Oh, B. recent Socceroo? Yes. Ah, Aiden Hustich. No! <laughs> I thought you had me. I thought you had me. How old is Bruce? Nah, it's got to be Chicardi. Yeah, it's Chicardi. It's Chicardi. It's Chicardi. Oh, Bruce, yeah. oh, you're 27 already. Jesus, fuck me. All right. <clears throat> so there you go. We've got the future is looking bright for Australian football. And I mean, that's not even counting the uh, the young the young lady. The young lady who just broke Sam Kerr's record as the A-League's youngest player. Talia Eunice. 
Wow. Yes, did you guys? 14 years of age. 14 years first old. Ever player I was born in year eight. The start of the, um, the women's A League. Correct. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, next insane. question is Does she develop into as good a player as Sam Kerr? I mean, we can only hope. We can only hope, Damo. There's absolutely no pressure here. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> she was born after Sam Kerr made her debut. Wow. wow. Yes. Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah. It's actually really hard to fathom. It is hard to fathom. But there you go. Had to, had, to have, um, had to have an age exemption in order to play. And it did okay. play. Didn't look out of place either. Went all right. That's good. So there you go. Fourteen-year-olds are playing uh, professional soccer. What were you guys doing when stars you were fourteen? Stars are made. Yeah, what? Or born. <laughs> what were you doing when you were fourteen, Damo? Oh, uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. Don't want to know. Andy, do you want to answer? Do you, are you willing to answer or no? But I was not at fourteen. Jeez, I can't even remember. Nothing, nothing exciting. That was almost over ten years ago. That was over ten years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Make, it, make me feel old, Damo. Thanks. Yeah, it's a fair show. Uh, for me, it was exactly 10 years ago, because I'm not quite as old as you boys, but that's all right. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, just... Wisdom. Yeah, Wisdom. well, that's a fair point, yeah. I've, I've still got some, still got a way to go. Still got some learning to go. Yeah. That very... Young <laughs> that's man. a very fair call. Yeah. <laughs> Young whippersnapper. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> We're going to step up our game if we're going to yeah. compete with Stefan Mauck and Ben Garuccio. <laughs> yeah. Shit, that's right. We've got to pick, pick up the game. I forgot we've got competition. Some other news. Sammy Silvera scored his first Borough goal in a game-winning effort, so we're very oh, happy with that. Fudge. Finally. I know. How good. Adelaide is partnering with uh, Breakthrough Mental Health to host the first ever mental health game in the A-League this Sunday, so keep your eyes out for that. That's um, a very good... I guess, message they're trying to get across there in it South is, yeah. Australia. Yes, absolutely. Certainly. Um, the Brisbane Roar, they just, they, they, they're struggling. They were going to go to Ballymore, but apparently the Ballymore oh, pitch is too they, bumpy. They, they've been kicked out. Yeah. Rugby Union's like, no, nah, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so now they're going to go to Cusack, which is where... Um, uh, the Matildas were training during the World Cup, so you'd think it'd be a pretty decent venue. Should, yeah, it should be decent facilities. Yeah, you'd hope so. You'd hope so. so. Yeah, I, 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 this has took me a while to kind of figure out, but like, it's been good seeing all the uh, new infrastructure that's been put in place because of the uh, yeah. obviously the Women's World Cup. Obviously, you've got the uh, yeah. the screens that. Um, oh, at Amy Park. I'm uh, that. Amy Park, so good, and yeah. the screens are great. Yeah, and at uh, the new grandstands and stuff at um, at Highmarsh mm. and all that. Uh, even like mm-hmm. the 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 grounds look like in top notch condition. Yeah, it's yeah, just another example great. of um, the benefits that you know Home little, World Cup can bring. Yeah, a little bit of investment into some footballing infrastructure. Infrastructure, yeah. <laughs> infrastructure. So yeah, just good to good to see. It look, it looks good on on TV. So yeah, it does. Yeah, and hopefully, and obviously, like the impact it'll make on grassroots football as well should be huge. At least, yeah, uh, you know, allegedly, so according to you know some of the funding that is supposed to be going into that, grassroots if football. If that trickles down, that's the idea. Hopefully, any, if it makes it Nick Garcia and uh, Jason, whatchamacallit, can take care, sorry James Rushton. There we go. They'll take care yeah. of it. I swear. Not to be confused with Tara Rushton. No. <laughs> Maybe it's any related. Related. Surely. Surely, I would rather Tara Rushton be running the place. Actually, you know yeah, what? Who needs to exactly. be the CEO of the APL? Lucy Zelich. Oh, yeah. is, Lu- is she still still around? Surely. She's gone a bit off the uh, off the track, so I, can't, I haven't been able to. Getting off on a tangent here again, lads. <laughs> yeah, well, you reckon so, oh, mate? It's 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 all about the tangents at this point in time. You just got to commit to it. <laughs> yeah, yes, true. Andy makes a good point. <clears throat> 
And Postacolo was the first manager in the Premier League history to win 23-plus points from his first nine games in charge in the competition. So yeah. Andy's split the wall argument from last rest. week is looking pretty good. Looking very good indeed. I mean, I suppose, like, Basuma was suspended for this game against Fulham. Mm. And old mate Pierre Milkoyberg <laughs> comes in and... Fuck it up. Almost like... Basuma wasn't even missing. Yeah. I thought he was terrific. Oh, God. Obviously, no um, Pio Milhuebio is a good player. <laughs> but the way he came in and just played his role in Ange's system was nothing short of brilliant. And I think now Ange kind of has a big decision whether he plays uh, Basuma in the next match he's available or he sticks with uh, Huebio who's playing... <laughs> Really well. <laughs> and wasn't even, like, seen as <sighs> Ange material. Nah. Well, exactly right. So, but, it, you know... He was possibly on the way out heading for him, You so. even saw Oliver Skip get some game time, as you mentioned, before yeah. recording today. Big Skip fan over here. Yeah. But, oh, um... <laughs> We've got to move on. Andy needs to go to sleep. I need to go and watch the City Boys. About to play over in Thailand. When do they start? Nine o'clock. Shit. Oh, no one you trying to hurry us along. <laughs> Bloody right. hell. Melbourne City's about to get started. Okay, exactly. one more story. This is crucial. Lads, focus <laughs> up. Let's go. Rumours abound that Marconi are the first club to confirm that they have paid the $500,000 guarantee to join the uh, National Second Division next year. On top of that, there is a $500,000 annual participation fee. On top of that, you've got all of your operating costs Flight accommodation, players, staff, training, etc. Ra 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 ra. Andy, my last burning question, and what we'll end the show on here: Is it too expensive to join the national second division? Yeah, I, I think it's hard to say. It's um, I think that's that's a pretty complicated question when you think about it. And um, mm. why not? That's why I asked like, you because you're the voice of reason. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's one I think I'd like to spend a bit more time researching, but. You know, not having seen these clubs' balance sheets and, you know, the sort of money they make, it's um, a bit hard to say. But it does seem very expensive, just, just hearing that, like 500000 you know, yeah, for these... Yeah, it does. Sort of, yeah, like, like you know, don't want to say suburban, but I guess they are suburban in a way, um, clubs, you know. So I, I think it's going to be tricky. And like you said, when you put the operating costs on top of that, like the travel, they're going to have to go all around Australia... Um, you know, if they they're gonna have to pay the the players more because you know they, I guess you could consider them professional if they're gonna be part of the second division. Um, so that increases your labour costs and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot more than the the five hundred k fee. So, mm-hmm. but the, on the other side, you know, they they're gonna um have a greater audience, I guess, when they when they're gonna be playing against A League teams. So you know, potentially that could attract more um like sponsorship money and that sort of thing. So mm. you'd hope they'd make a bit of that up there. But yeah, just, just on um, uh, first glance, it, it does sound quite expensive to me, and I'm just not sure how many of those clubs could sustain that. What happens if they is, sign yeah. up and a few years down the track they say we can't afford it anymore? Do they lose their spot? Or I don't know, it's, it's a tricky one. Exactly right. Um, I think a big thing for Club Marconi is you get some pretty decent pasture if you go there. Um, that that must yeah. be you know holding part of the uh, <laughs> the contract is uh, getting a plate Unlimited of pasta, pasta after the game. Yeah, they also do. Obviously, Melbourne City don't know anything about uh, <laughs> post game meals. The game after the... <laughs> well, because they were relying on bloody the beer and burger bar, and that bloody closed down. I, I mean, know. just Rado Rad- I mean, was devastated. Club Mark, they do a ten thousand dollar Christmas raffle. Club Mark, oh, do they? Okay. They do, so they're well, clearly not struggling. Like, they've, bit of fundraising, some, yeah. yeah. Some high rollers. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, I think they need those high it. rollers to sort of prop them up financially a bit, you know. That's it. I mean, like they've got it all there. This oh. is fantastic. Mm. Dude, so it's oh, all well yeah. good for them, but yeah, you just wonder how how many other teams have that luxury. Exactly right. Not everyone has a sixty thousand dollar cash pot every Monday and Wednesday. Jesus Jeez. Christ. Okay, that can't Maybe be right. That sounds like a lot, doesn't it? 
Okay, these guys are definitely backed up by something. Something's going on here. Some but oh, a Latin lounge, a Latin lounge free entry. Third Friday of every oh, month. Right. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna get down to the bar. Yeah. All right. Let's go. To, everyone, get down to Club Marconi. Blend this there. I hope you guys have had fun today. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been, been a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. That's good. This has been the full man Thank you all. I'm your host, Jashan, a proud Latrobe graduate. I'm fresh out the shower and I'm smelling like aloe vera. Keen to get stuck into the chat today. Joining me is fellow Latrobe alumnus, it's the dashing and debonair Melbourne City mega fan, Andy Gibson. G'day everyone, great to be here as usual and uh, wish we were there in person so I could smell you, Jashan, but uh, wasn't to be. He's smelling fresh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>